Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. See that you're born an Italian If you want your life to be great See that you're born an Italiano And your life will be great From the moment you're a small bambino You eat pizza, you drink vino Then they make you roly-poly You get stuffed with ravioli If your mama's a paisano You will have the world on a plate So see that you're born an Italiano And your life will be great Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Italian-American Podcast. I am your friendly neighborhood moderator, John Viola, and today is Monday, January 6th. And so for all of us who share that wonderful gift of being born an Italiano, January 6th is the end of the Christmas season. It is the Feast of the Epiphany. And everybody knows that uh, last night, if you were a good little Italiano or Italiana, you should have received a gift in your shoe from our Santa Claus, the one and only La Befana. And so we are overjoyed today to welcome two ladies here who are pretty close to La Befana. First of all, my partner in crime, Pat O'Boyle, the notorious P.O.B., is next to me, and we are welcoming uh, two great friends of La Befana. We have Dina Gregory and Kate West of La Befana and Friends, and uh, I'm just so happy to have you guys here for the actual episode on the epiphany i know this is so happy crazy. to be here <laughs> it really is this it could is, only be yeah. orchestrated by lava fauna exactly she has a way about these yeah things. there is some magic on this i think yeah huh? so for those out there in the audience who aren't familiar with the project that you guys are working on i stumbled onto your work on instagram mm-hmm. uh in one of my many italian american searches and i came across this wonderful uh profile of this great puppet look like lava fauna and uh an enthusiastic mm. caregiver to the puppet who's out there traveling around the world, sharing a story that I grew up with, but a lot of people don't know, right. and uh, really the values underpinning mm. La Bifana. So mm-hmm. why don't you guys tell us how you came into this amazing project? Well, it's been a journey, I can say that for sure. And it was about six years ago, I was baking the traditional La Bifana cookies in my kitchen right after the holidays, and I just hold, had this... Hold on, can I put you on pause one second? Sure. No, because I've never heard of a traditional lava. Well, maybe they were traditional in my family, but they're a star cookie. They're a sugar cookie, and they're made with anise. All right, hold on. We got it. We got it. We got it. We interrupt a lot, but this is the Italian cacophony. It's good. It's good. Don't hang out with Italian people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let me finish. But I can't. Look, you're from Connecticut. I'm from Jersey. I got to be me. (laughs) You you do you. You do you. It's who I am. And if not, put me in the closet. Lock me up. But not Terry Gross. No. And in the beginning, he tried. Like you can talk, and you can, and it just doesn't. Oh, I do not know. All I know is that I made them every year with my grandmother, and she's from Calabria. 
Wow. Um, but I made she them was with, from Calabria. Yeah. Because like that's not a no, no. The reason I'm going in was your grandmother was born here, and her parents. No, she was born there. They came over. You know where? Do you know where in Calabria? Uh, uh, San Gimignano. San Gimignano. I don't know. San Gimignano's in Calabria. I'm sure there's one. Don't. Uh, Let's not hold it. San Gimignano. No, the reason I'm asking is this: Calabria's baking tradition mm. is very, very new. Mm. And this is all thanks to Rosetta Costantino. She has educated me in this. She is a uh, you have to get her books. Mm, okay. Calabria only got like what you would consider traditional Italian pastries in the 50s after the war. Interesting. Because uh. you couldn't bake cookies easily in a bread oven. Because mm. bread ovens go up to like 800 degrees. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. That's why everything's fried. So that's why traditional Christmas stuff in the south of Italy, mm-hmm. like the Zapas and the Shrusos, that's all fried because you can control oil temperature much better than oven temperature. Interesting. And the other thing is the leavening agent, because the leavening agent is uh, ammoniaca. What's that? That'd be like um, baking ammonia? Yeah. Baking ammonia. So baking ammonia gives off a horrible smell. It smells like ammonia. And you can make like the Neapolitan cookies. You don't know. Do you know Rosella? I do know so her. Rosella's got a I campaign just... against hard Neapolitan cookies, and I fought this this whole Christmas. Oh, really? <laughs> she's, a, she's an anti-Neapolitan when it comes to cookies. <laughs> okay. So we have to stand there and get beat up. Beat yeah. up on the because the Neapolitan Christmas cookies are hard. They're like teeth breakers. Yeah, yeah. Because they were dunked in wine, and then later when coffee came on the scene, coffee and milk to soften them. But you could make super hard cookies in an oven, mm-hmm. in a bread oven. Mm-hmm. But like nice dainty kind of cookies, you need a gas oven that can uh, control the temperature. Very interesting. And Calabria was a poor region. Yeah. So Calabria super didn't even have a cake tradition. Because mm. my thing is like, let's connect. The, so you have a you have an epiphany connection. Yeah. So you have an epiphany memory. I have an epiphany gotta memory. Get, you got to get back to us on this. But this is the whole thing. This There's is so much for me and like meeting Kate yeah. in this. There's a lot of just being called to this legend and right. kind of called to like the, the ancestral roots of it, of like, what is there? What is there that I've never really gotten Explored. to know and explore and, and in many ways have lost? You know, yeah. I've lost my grandmother. So in so much of it, it's like, I had, there's a memory of this in me, right? Yeah. In, in all of us, in our bodies, and like blood memory, th- our blood memory. Like this is our ancestry, yeah, and memory. so, you know, this this is has been that for me. You know, like exploring it. You know, you I don't gotta know. Got to make a picture of these cookies, and we got to see them. Oh, oh check it out. Oh. Well, we have a recipe hey, in we here. Do you we really? got magic. Oh, oh, he's gonna love and this, this. is no, the thing. I love deconstructing recipes historically. There you go. It's the last page of the book, La Bafana. What year was your grandmother born around? Oh, goodness. Uh, I want to say 22 or something. Oh, okay. This is definitely, she picked this up here. <laughs> this didn't come on the boat with her. Well, the f- interesting thing was, is I remember eating the cookies, but I, you know, she died with the recipe. So wow. I had to research, oh, I had to research had how to make research? these. Yeah. And now, this ain't a bit. I'm just, I'm just giving you like, like yeah. so you understand the history. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Butter never would have been on the thing. Oh. Now, someplace okay. in the south of Italy would have been. Like, we might have to re- revise the recipe, La Bifana. No, no, why? Own the recipe. You <laughs> should it. revise. It's okay. not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm fascinated. Like, the butter definitely. Yeah. You had to have money to have butter. Mm-hmm. You had to have cows. Mm-hmm. And Calabria's not cow country. 
sheep and goat milk because it only has different regional like milks. Right. This is like I'm like so, I'm so happy right now. I'm so glad I'm like, we're gonna get like, the cookie. I didn't realize I was gonna become a cookie historian. I know. You, don't, you have no <laughs> idea. Why don't you bring us a book? Put, put, I'm gonna go out and put, buy the book. We gotta, I gotta buy the give book, the book and we gotta give it away as gifts. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting one for my all my nieces and nephews. I'll tell you something special about the book is it was illustrated by my dad. Oh, wow. Yeah, my dad did the illustrations. We I wrote it at the children, you know, the kitchen table while my mom was cooking in the kitchen. So it's a whole. So are you artistic? Like, what, what's your background? Um, I he edits. Various stuff, so I talk like the wacko, and then he goes and. So yeah, I have better. a film, a filmmaking background, storytelling background. So let me ask wow. Kate to tell the story from Thank from you. the I beginning. Like I'm you, having fun. <laughs> you you grew up making these anise star cookies. Yeah. On the Epiphany, so yeah. you have. Which is kind of unique in the Italian American community, an epiphany tradition, because we, we we haven't kept it very well. Exactly, it was I was the only person I knew that celebrated it, and it was only when I was really little. I think they did away with it when we got older. But I was baking these cookies, and I just had this flood of memories from mm. that time of being a really small child and being, you know, in the kitchen with Nona and my cousins and my sister and baking together, and it was just this magical time, and I thought, you know, why doesn't everyone celebrate this? And it's epiphany, it's after the holidays, or it's something you can do all together once again. Can I tell you what killed the epiphany in the U.S.? Ooh. Tell Number us. Number one, Queen Victoria, another gem, because she starved the Irish into a, like, holocaust. <laughs> I love having a history <laughs> guy around me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, tell me everything. Pat but is wait. a living Italian-American wiki hole. Wow. Like, you just fall into, he just goes topics. You know how you click. Email. we got to bring like, him yes. back into the magical over here. Yes. We're, right. we're, we're going to the magic yeah. after this. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Am I, I'm not a magical kind of guy. Oh, you, oh, you will be to be if you invited us into your podcast. I'm a big, I'm a magical We are a magic You're the magic one. Queen Victoria, well, there's there's a number there's a number of things. Mm-hmm. American Catholicism is Irish Catholicism, and Ireland was in a constant state of persecution, so there were no holidays because the Catholic Church, which dominated the Italian experience here, mm-hmm. when the Catholics come to the to the U.S., we had no set holy days of obligation because every country has its own because we had no body to do it because what would happen is. The Holy See would create concordants with other kings, and you would say, okay, we're going to give it this day. Because the Holy See, now no, the kingdom of two Sicilies had more holy yes, days of obligation. That's true. The south, south of, of Italy, Italy outdid the Vatican. Yes, we had so more holy days of obligation. So half the year was a day off for a party. That's amazing. That's that true. The, the two Sicilies, every time they went a battle, they thanked the saint. He got the day off. <laughs> so uh-huh. we're party people. That was in the DNA. It was in the government. <laughs> party people. That explains us trying to do this. <laughs> yeah, that makes so sense. So what happens is, is that U.S. Catholics do not have any holy days of obligation because there's no central... Remember, the, the U.S. Is a, is a missionary church. So in the missiles, in the hand missiles, um, which were really prayer guides before 1884, Third Plenary Council of Baltimore, was all the holy days of obligation, obligation that they celebrated in Rome. But you didn't have to go to... Church. It was kind of like it was nebulous. Mm. So what happens is the American bishops sit down in 1884 and they have to come up with an amount of holy days that we're going to have in the U.S. And they didn't want any because they were like, it's too hard here. They want like four holy days of obligations. They're like, if you don't understand. They don't get the day off. People are working in fields. Churches are, are pushed apart. Now, Propaganda Fide was the Vatican office that handled missionary countries. And we were a missionary country. And Propaganda Fide goes back to the American bishops and says, listen, you got to come up with six days, right? So the six days they come up with is Christmas. Now, remember, Christmas in Scotland, in that time, it, wasn't even, it was a work day in Scotland. Christmas has become a holiday in Scotland to 1956. That's why the Scottish, that's why Robert Burns is singing Old Lang Syne. Because the big holiday in Scotland was um, New Year's. New Year's because Presbyterians hated holidays. They hated Catholic <laughs> holidays. And so Scotland basically banned Christmas. And also another thing, 
I is remember Thanksgiving only exists because the Puritans didn't celebrate Christmas. I had no idea. So the Puritans banned Christmas, right? The, the Puritans had it out for Christmas. You could get fined for celebrating Christmas. So if you go back to like the 1840s, you see people, you see correspondent people saying, oh, you know, in, in Boston we celebrate Thanksgiving, and in New York they celebrate Christmas because New York was more of a, it was a Dutch city, yeah. right? The roots, and it was more Episcopalian. So America did not have the Christmas kind of culture that we have now. We really owe that to the Germans. The Germans, yes. the Germans, yeah, Protestant, Catholic, the Germans were Christmas people. The Germans made us a Christmas country. So what happens is the, the U.S. church has to come up with six holidays. They say, okay, Christmas, which is not, the reason I bring it up is it was not that much of a no-brainer. Right. And of course they were going to have Christmas, but it wasn't like, you remember, in Boston, which was a very puritanical town, Christmas was a Catholic holiday, right? Mm -hmm. So you have Christmas, you have January 1st, which is not New Year's Day, it's the Feast of the Circumcision, right? right. Mm -hmm. The reason why January 1st is the Feast, why January 1st is New Year's Day is the, the, the calendar year, because you, you date things from when Christ was born, used to start on December 25th. But then you're screwed up because you have a year changing in the middle of the month. So they moved it to January 1st, which is the octave day. It was the day Christ was circumcised. Mm -hmm. So January 1st is not a holiday because it's the beginning of the year. January 1st is a holiday because Christ got circumcised on <laughs> January 8th. In Catholic tradition, <laughs> what was the Feast amazing. of the Circumcision? If you go back to 1960, before 60, all the missiles had a Feast of the Circumcision. I'm very back to bring back to the Feast of the Circumcision. <laughs> We should. You should wish people a happy I circumcision. I did not know that we'd be talking about <laughs> I did not circumcision. Either. Why should we? Love the fun. Again, there. Stay calm. Again, there. All right. All right. Hold on. She's like, he's crazy. I already see the body, but stay calm. We're going to get there. All right. You don't know me. I don't know you, but we're going to be okay. Just stay calm. So then what happens is January 1st. So I'm getting to Epiphany. Trust me. He's like, where's he going? My students feel the same You're way. You're on January 1st. You're getting there. Yeah. So what happens is January 1st is a day off because it's the octave day, yep. which is very important in Catholicism because in Catholicism, major feasts like Easter and Pentecost lasted eight days. Yep. Mm. So it was like Christmas every day for eight days. So the day that Christ is circumcised, which is arguably an equal feast, to it's, a, it's, a, it's a very holy day because it's it's Christ conforming to the Lord. I mean, yeah. I just think this ain't the pedal boil. Theology podcast, we could do that, but that's not today's show. So January 1st becomes a holy day, and they're like, hey, let's make the first day of the year, January 1st. It's so much easier to start a new year on a new day. And as the world became more secularized mm. and more Protestantized, January 1st goes from being happy circumcision to happy new year, right? Let's bring oh. back the circumcision. Let's bring so it back, guys. So the, <laughs> the American two. First, you revive La Bethlehem. We were That's our next project. Right. Circumcision Ten day. years from now, you happy circumcision nah, she's day. Giving me, you're giving me the wacko look, and I am crazy, but lady, oh, I'm going to deliver. So I'm what happens is, but this is why Epiphany gets destroyed. my face. So what happens, no, I'm saying, because they look at me, he's crazy. Why do they go this crazy? So what happens is January 1st, so the Catholic Church, their big argument to Rome is, we can't make people come to Mass on the day that they're working. Uh, the American Protestant boss is going to say, I'm not giving you off to go to church. So the Calvinists celebrate New Year's like it's a big holiday because it's the first of the year, yeah. the Protestant version. So the Catholic bishops having to make six holy days say, okay, the first of the year and the Feast of the Circumcision, which is a major feast that we all have a holy day obligation in Europe, fall on the same day. So we're going to make January 1st a holy day of obligation. Now you have December 25th, the Holy Day of Obligation, January 1st, the Holy Day of Obligation. Some people live in the middle of nowhere. Now i got to get my horse and buggy and now go back to church on January 6th. <laughs> so January <laughs> 6th was a major oh, holiday in Europe. It's a major holiday. We're going back to Victoria, who wanted to, to want to starve the Irish to death, but that's another story for another day. January 6th, <laughs> they're like, you know what? 
these guys, they're coming out. They're getting the horse and wagon the Sunday before, Sunday before Christmas, Christmas Day, the Sunday after Christmas, New Year's Day. Now you got to load up the wagon again. So yeah. instead of January 6th, we took Ascension Thursday, August 15th, the, the Assumption, November 1st, All Saints Day, and December 8th, the Immaculate Conception. Now remember, December 8th was the patronal feast day of the United States. Right. That was big. And matter of fact, in the beginning, it was celebrated on a Sunday, down the actual feast day. So that's the first killer, is that mm. Catholics coming over said, don't worry, you don't have to go to church on January 6th. You mm. already get in the wagon so many times. That's a, that's a death nail on epiphany. Yeah. And then Victoria, who gave us Victorian values, stuffy values, did not like the fact that the English had all so much fun on Twelfth Night. Really? Yeah, they were rowdy. And Victoria didn't oh like rowdy. God. So Victoria took January 6th off the calendar of holidays and made it a work day. So people would stop having fun and would be Victorian. And no this is exactly why we need to revive Exactly. Yeah, really. <laughs> We're keeping it simple. Exactly. Right. So we so, can have fun again. So after Queen Victoria and the Protestants destroyed La Bifana, yeah. <laughs> these girls are <laughs> revolutionary. Bring it back. So you, bring so it back. You had this unique Italian-American family tradition. Yeah. How did you end up taking that to a book and to this mission? Well, it just sort of arrived in my brain like a flash of lightning. I just knew it would become an something epiphany. that it was an epiphany. <laughs> it literally was an Good epiphany. Point. I saw the story in my mind and I thought, you know, why don't more people know about her? Is she, and is she at risk of being lost? And so I actually wrote it as a screenplay first and I took it to Hollywood and I got some really good responses about it. But it was something that would be too commercial and people would be, you know, this is from my family. It's something yeah. I wanted to keep small and homegrown. So I decided to put the story in a children's book and, you know, I knew I, knew I needed some way to represent her. So I, I got a puppet made. You had this made? Yeah. That you guys did not know each other. At this no, point. we did not. Okay, I just want to. That's a magical that. story. That's an extra magic. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so you had this puppet actually made. Yep. Before you wrote the book. At about at the same time that I wrote the book, my dad and I looked at all the different pictures of the different Bafanas because she's portrayed so many different ways, and we thought, you know, what do we want our Bafana to look like? And he drew a picture of this version, and then really? we sent it off to a puppet maker. And a couple months later, she came in a box in, in the mail. Ta-da! Ta-da! Can I highlight? Can I highlight the rest this? is history. Because you're artistic. Yeah. You and your dad are artistic. Yeah. So you had to have a a Bafana um, made in your image that you artistically interpreted. Mm-hmm. No, because people her. come from different yeah. ways. Like I'm, I'm a historian. I would have been spending all my time reconstructing. Uh. <laughs> you know, going through like medieval manuscripts. Yes, looking but you for don't Bifana have to. Images. That's a different persuasion. So yeah. I would yeah. be like the wacko. Yeah, that's fine. The 12th well, century, we have a witch. <laughs> I think. And you're like, I'm an artist. And as an artist, yeah. I want the I want the puppet. The essence of it. The, the essence, essence of it. it. That's a beautiful thing. That's We're trying to capture the essence of the Bafana in this puppet. Which I think we did. What is the essence of the Bafana? I think Dina should take that one. No, wait, let's finish the story. So you had this puppet done. Yep. You and your father created it. Did you know at this point that you were going to take this puppet out and evangelize the world about the holiday? <laughs> or are you just writing a book and you just said, I, I, I'm inspired to create a puppet? I just knew it would become a movement somehow. You did? Yeah, but I didn't know how. And I just <laughs> took one instruction after the next and, and followed followed what I was told to do. And, and followed the cookie crumbles. Followed the cookie <laughs> yeah, crumbles really. and, and met you know the most amazing people on the way up until a couple of years ago when Dina and I connected and you know, took it in this direction of really making it a movement. So you were out with the book, right? Yeah. You published the book, uh, which your dad illustrated. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you went out. You mm-hmm. got a good reception. I mean, you took it all over the place. Was it primarily Italian communities that you were? Not really. No. I mean, I I did a lot of bookstores in L.A. I did some here. Um, 
And people, you know, people just fall in love with this character. I don't know. I always say I don't know if it's her tooth or her mole, but people <laughs> fall in love with La Bavana. Yeah. Everybody loves an Italian grandma. Yeah. yeah. And I think and that's really it. the essence of her. Yes. But what is, you keep talking about the essence. What is the essence? It's her heart. You know, what do you love about your nonuts? She loves you unconditionally. She so that's, the essence to you is the Italian grandmother. In a sense. For everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's a big part of it. So, uh, all right, that's She's the like the question. Italian Nona, every, you know, no, everyone should have. Exactly. <laughs> Why isn't Rosella here for this? Yeah, Rosella is <laughs> the she's, expert she's in built Italian her life. You know, that's cooking with Nona. Yeah, yeah. She I know. She built her whole life because she's a purchase against Neapolitan. I'm being boycotted <laughs> at Christmas because I like hard Neapolitan cookies. I'm like... <laughs> But it's true, that's though, story there's something today. universally appealing about the Nona. And yeah. Uh, how many friends that I had growing up that were not Italian-American that would come over and be, like, floored that my exactly. grandmother was, like, this tornado yep. presence, mm-hmm. part guidance counselor, part exactly. friend, part, like, hug machine. You yes. know? Right. And my friends were like, we don't have this. Exactly. And, and I never, I took, it, I took for granted yeah. that Me that was too. unique. Yeah. So Is that the movement? I think that's a big part of the movement. It's really the... I mean, it's the simplicity, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, well, I can go into... You're confusing me now, because I got grandma. There's grandma, and there's simplicity in that. Mm-hmm. Grandmas just love you. And mm-hmm. it's... it's No matter it's what. No matter what. It's that deeply, like, unconditional and Unconditional tender grandma love? love. Mm-hmm. That's that the is, movement. I get that, 100%. Well, it's both. I mean, movement? it's, you know... the. The movement, is, as we're going with it, you know, we're creating a global neighborhood, one magical encounter and cookie at a time. And since Kate and I met randomly on a friend's 4th of July party a month before I was headed out to Calabria to wow. do a, um, I did a pilgrimage uh, in Calabria. And I was like, I'm going to be going to Italy. And now I'm meeting you and yeah. La Bafana. And I was like, where's La Bafana? And she, you're like, I kind of took a break with her and I don't, you know, she's, she's. She's in California. No, I, I don't want to. I take this <laughs> yeah. really seriously. What yeah. you're doing? This is not like good. The, but I I gotta understand it. And like yeah. I yeah. get it now because I never thought of this. I yeah. never ever ever thought. You know why? Because they never talk about Bafana having kids. She, she's always portrayed as a non. I mean, did she? I think she's portrayed as like the old crone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that if you take her as the universal Italian grandmother, right. that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I think that makes right. a complete. We all get that. The Italians, we all check off that box. Yeah. It's it's really it fascinates me on a lot of levels. Even the way you guys come together fascinates me because yeah. I didn't know any of this going in, which we like to go in cold. I think mm-hmm. it creates better conversation. But um, so you're actually out there sharing the book with everybody, selling the book, and are you doing shows with La Bifana, or you, she's just sort of a, an accompaniment? Yeah, she's in an accompaniment, she's and and there were you know there were times where I worked with puppeteers from the Hensons, and this one. Amazing woman, Pam Marciaro, puppeteers her for us. You know, okay, I'm going to give you a fact now. Okay. <laughs> Are <laughs> you? No, no, I'm so excited. I'm, I, listen, excited. I'm, s- I'm crazy. This is good, I Pat. can't help it. You can't yeah. hold this. You can't, I'm me. Lady. Let us I'm have me. it. <laughs> Sesame Street. we got to get him on here. Why didn't we have him on here? Oh, there's a young Diodato. man. There's did a, a great documentary. About this is not going on, but you have to understand this. I never knew Sesame, Sesame Street has an over... Representation of Italian Americans. Yes, really? you didn't know this. It's a cool Italian. That's yeah. good to know. That's great. So you're like part of the tribe. We're with part us. of the tribe. Yeah, well, La Bafana has been puppeteered by people from Sesame Street That's and Henson. Awesome. You could get really this cool. in. Get some and of she, this in. John. Everywhere she goes. She connects me with the, the exact right people. Yeah. So and it's that, like that's the feeling of it. It's yeah. just like. For me, it's really about living this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can do, you know, I'm a teacher. Um, I teach, right now I'm teaching K through three. And, you know, we always talk about like as in literature and as in life, you know. Yeah. And so I'm like looking at this book 
and we talked, you know, what do we want to do with this? And I was like, I want to live it, you know, because when I had met Kate, you know, it was at a really major transformational point in my life. I had just moved back from New York City after living upstate teaching at Ichabod Crane, which is named after le- the awesome. legend of Sleepy Hollow. Were you in Tarrytown? Um, I grew up in Nyack, right oh, across okay, from yeah. Sleepy Hollow, and Ichabod Crane is up in Kinderhook. And as in retrospect, uh, legends have are calling to people. Mm-hmm. They call yeah. to certain people. There's stories that are calling to people that are can actually really heal this world, I think. That's really my deepest belief. And then I, you know, so between this legend of Sleepy Hollow and kind of awakening to, like, my own story and my own legend and, you know, all the things that you go through in life when life falls apart and then life comes back together again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I met... You're deep. I'm deep, yeah. You're like deep. deep. You'd be an awesome third grade teacher. I would (laughs) have flourished. My third grade teacher was an Italian lady who made me sit on my hands because I tossed my hands. I'm like, we're having like deep You and I would have been like, guys, I'm skipping lunch. I'm going to be here (laughs) with uh, Miss Gregory. We're we're going to solve the problems We're going to solve all the problems It's true. And so I met Kate and then I met Labafana and, you know, she was all in magic and has a vision of Labafana's magic kitchen. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I had was just like flying around with my students on like Miss Gregory's magic chicken bus. And there's just too much magic oh, for us yeah. both to handle. I and had a magic kitchen. She had a magic bus. And yep. we were like, what? Now, I need to establish some facts going into the confluence of magic here. Okay. So Kate West, you're half Italian on your mother's yeah. side. Dina Gregory Di Gregorio was yes. your family name. Yeah. You're full Italian? Yes. Okay. Did you grow up with the Labafana legend? The truth is I did not grow up with yeah. the Labafana legend, but I'm sure I grew up with a Labaf- you know, my grandmother yeah. actual Labafana. The blood memory we, of we it. Blood memory. I did not I did not I did not grow up with it. And so meeting her, this was amazing. I was like, "Oh, okay. Wait, I have this." And a lot of my interests I often go like outside of my own culture. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've traveled a lot in through Central and South America. I speak Spanish. I dance salsa. I'm more like, I have Latin heart than, and I'm like, wait, now I, I have an Italian heart. Yeah. I have to go back to my culture. Yeah. And so when I was working upstate, I did a lot of work with the migrant community up there. And a lot, there was a large Mexican community that actually, you know, they really brought me back to the roots of my faith. Like I had yeah. left my mm-hmm. faith in many ways and their real like humble expression of it was just so beautiful, and I started kind of coming back to it a little bit on my own terms, mm-hmm. you know, like recovering Catholic. Um, and there was just such beauty in tradition, you know what I mean? Like, this Mexican community, you know, like the Virgin of Guadalupe days, which is coming up on December 12th, like, they come in, and they are singing at 5 a.m. Yeah. a.m. to her, so and great. it's, like, amazing. And so I was there, like, celebrating, like, Los Dias de los Tres Reyes Magos, and I'm and celebrating with that with them. And I had actually just been fired from my job on January 6th. Wow. I got fired from my job on January 6th, and I was like. Do you know that's why I know you, based on January 6th? Real? Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me? <laughs> Stop it. Love is doing it again. The only reason we have friends is because of January 6th. Wait a minute. Let's wait, 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 wait. Let's have Love explain to me. <laughs> How I don't remember okay. sharing a January 6th. It's my wife's birthday. <laughs> oh, really? As well. Yeah, January 6th. Oh, yeah. January 6th, 2009. Well, can I just back up a little bit and then I'll, I'll fill that in? Because you're sure. the editor king. <laughs> no, but I'm like, so much job. I can do. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to keep this totally kind of linear. Yeah. You sold me. I'm sold. Yeah, you got he, I, me. You this own is me Pat now. Perfect. Very, very you got me. You got me Good. sold. We had okay? you. It. You have a we had you. We had you. Yes. We haven't even gotten into tradition. and that. I'm going to tell you why I'm so 
you, you I help you ladies don't have dinner reservations. No, <laughs> we're here. We're doing <laughs> it. Killing my, my mind's going like roulette wheels with this thing. Okay, like I don't even know. This is two one two things I got to highlight. Okay, no, because I find a lot of Italian Americans they go to Italy, right? Which is Italy of two thousand whatever right. the nineties, and Italians criticize. Oh, so you don't know what La Befana is? You're not really Italian because you're not Italian because nobody's as special as whoever's speaking. Because they're more <laughs> Italian than the guy in the next village, which yes. is mm. also Italy. People were so poor. Now, my neighbors, who I'm good friends with, one has passed. They were from my grandfather's family is, is from San Mango Chilento. They were from a couple towns over. And they speak about after the war, they were so poor. They had meat three times a year. They would kill a goat Christmas, mm. Easter, and Amarona de la Grazia, who July 2nd, who was the patroness of the town. Okay. And my neighbor, um, who was born in, I would say, the early 30s, who's since passed, said that, his father would give him a few pennies and say, go buy a few hard candies mm. to give to your siblings for Bafana. So he'd say, okay, I'm going to give it to them. And so these kids would wake up and they would get, you know the candies that they kept in the pocketbook? The yeah. Pocketbook candy? yeah, yeah, yeah. They would get one hard candy. And that was it. So Bafana left each kid a hard candy mm. in the sock they wore all year long. Oh, I love it. But this was the good times. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they so were good times. Yeah. But I'm saying exactly. is our ancestors had 10 times worse. One of the earliest clients I had in my lawyer life, um, she was from Calabria. And she, she was born in 1912. And she told me, not to make, a long, to make a long story short, she's like, well, we used to eat every other day. Wow. And I came to America because my stepmother, who was very kind to me, said, in America, you're going to eat every day. So I'm trying to say is that people say, well, why don't you celebrate Bafana? Because right. you got no money. You're not, not celebrating. You're not celebrating. Anything. Anything. Right. Right. You can't take a tradition. Right. right. Now, I bet, you, luxury. I bet you That's the rich people. That's interesting. See, it's another thing. See, in Italy, the word papa yeah. is a French word, mm-hmm. right? And it was a word of rich people. Tada. There was a lot of local words, and we've discussed this in the, in the Facebook group. There was a lot of words that poor people used, right? And when they made a little bit of money, they started to use rich people words. Mm. So tada was killed by papa, yep. right? Huh. So what happened is I got a few bucks. I'm going to buy the kids candy for Christmas. That's 1950. We're out of there before then. Right. So we didn't bring this over, not because, oh, we're so Americanized. It's because who had money for candy? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, the fir- that's what I'm trying that's to say. That's interesting. Like, there's a lot of this that people don't yeah. get, that there's yeah. a lot. The social economics yeah. behind, yeah, behind, these behind things. tradition. We have these sense, even around Santa Claus, right? We have a sense that these things somehow have been traditions passed down for millennia. But in truth, they, they you know are born out of a certain social class and Why availability. I, I only know you because of the epiphany. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. About that. January 6, 2009, I remember like it was yesterday, I go to, it was now the, atta- now what does exist in the south of Italy on the Epiphany? What's well, very, very big are processions with the little baby Jesus. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Now why? Because theologically, to the Greeks, to the Greek church, oh, I like Epiphany yeah. is much more important than Christmas. Because Epiphany is when Christ, mm-hmm. Christ is born, the incarnate, the, he's incarnated on March 25th. He's born on December 25th, but he is presented to the Gentiles on January 6th. So if the job of Christ is to bring salvation to Gentiles, that starts on January 6th because now the the Gentile kings come and they're presented with Christ. Now the Greeks, the the whole Orthodox, not even the Catholic Eastern Rites, have a tradition that Christ was baptized on January 6th so that his public ministry starts on the same day that he was presented to the Gentiles. So in the south of Italy, there's a long tradition of carrying the baby Jesus mm-hmm. in processions throughout the town yeah. 
on January 6th, and then the baby's foot is kissed because St. Vincent mm. Pilate had a big tradition of this. That's why if you go to Pilate's church in Rome, he has a silver foot. Jesus has a silver foot. So the Italian old ladies kissing Jesus' feet <laughs> wore away the plaster and said, I'll give him silver feet. Oh, my God. little silver feet. Oh, oh, so God. It's very sanitary. So no. <laughs> sanitary. Yeah. In the south of Italy also, because I think like this, the is, this is an epiphany. On the couch. Yeah. Oh, my right. Lord. On January, <laughs> don't, don't knock the plastic. <laughs> mean. Pat is, has a relationship with the last Couch covering That's guy. That's right. My mother the, still yeah. has them covered. Yes. And you stick on them in July yes. like it's no tomorrow. Oh, my God. Now, January 6th, in the South, they would do where they had these processions of the infant Jesus. So the baby Jesus goes through the streets, and they have bonfires. And the ash from the bonfire mm. was used to make soap. And that was the soap you used all year. Wow. Oh. So it's baby Jesus soap. Wow. But how I met you. Yeah. How we were. Take three. How did you meet me? Wait. I, I thought I, I went circularly around. No, no, no. Ready for this? Lady, you ready you for don't this know, one? No. People say, why don't you guys have a daily episode? I say, because it takes me a week to edit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Life is short. It's <laughs> just your fault. I got it. No. You know, you know who you are in the Facebook group. I got a message that I got ADD. <laughs> yes. And I'm not asking people to do I guess I do. She thinks I'm undiagnosed. I mean, you've got to be the judge. He's not undiagnosed. He just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get back to how I met you. you know what it is? I January 6th. January 6th. Nobody was doing the procession in Jersey. And I love that little procession with the little baby Jesus. And the only church that did it was St. Cecilia's in Aww. Williamsburg. Where Aww. I was baptized. That's so I, my I, aunt. Not to see like the seal. That's like uh, a, a nice, that's who ushers me on a lot of this oh, journey. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I see it all, like a mother. all comes yeah. together. So I go to St. Cecilia's. And then I'm at the investor for the Constantinian Order, and I start I, I meet your father, and you come up, and we're having a very basic conversation, and you're like, oh, um, they're I'm trying to save this church. Trying to say, you're saying, oh, this church. I was like, oh, and I saw about my experience at St. Cecilia's, because I went there for the Epiphany procession, and you brought me up to your father, and that's what. It is. So I I I'm sure it never would have gone beyond cocktail conversation. Yeah, you're right. Because I mentioned St. Cecilia's that I had gone to because it was the only place having the the procession for the the baby Jesus. And you tell me that was kind of you were quick. You like, come on, the, come on. You said to me, "What church did you mention?" I said, "Oh, Saint Cecilia in Williamsburg." And then you brought me over to your father, and you said, "Tell him what you just told me." And, that and was I a... told him Saint Cecilia in Williamsburg. And then your father, you said, "Let's be on on the put me on your board." Yes. And here I am taping an Italian Epiphany podcast, <laughs> and that's Love oh. at that's work Lava again. Fauna, yeah. She's yeah. flying around. She's flying around, orchestrating, so. tying all of our stories and legends together. Exactly. Again. So you guys met on Fourth of July. We, we met did. on the 4th of July at a friend's rooftop. We were the only, I was really, really late. Dina was the only person left. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that happens. happens and we were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, Dina was like, I have a, you know, magic bus that I teach people to sing and dance and celebrate life and each other. And I was like, oh, I have a magic kitchen where we do the same thing. <laughs> These are our visions. Let's These are our visions. them and yeah. make this happen. And That's we're amazing. Um, it was amazing. And so it was just, I felt like that magic, you know, the grandmother thing. My whole, you know, that time upstate was, you know, Super dark night of the soul, like you know, real ah, transformation. Dark night of the soul. That you're now you're talking deep stuff. Okay, okay go ahead. so, but right, Juan this is a schools. thing that's deep. But everything is like, you know what? We could be deep, and we're not going to connect. Yeah. I want to be deep and light. And she saved me in this way. Labafana saved me by just going. You know what? It's simple. It's mm-hmm. kindness. Yep. And I'm, you know, I am, you know, prior to like going into teaching I was like going to be a union organizer and so I have an activisty brain and I'm wow. like I organize people and I was like but truly I don't believe change comes unless it's like you have to change yourself to yeah. you know it. so I went through this like huge inner transformation and yet when I met her I had no way of 
Like a vehicle. It was like I, there was a transformation and nothing to show for it yeah. in the external world, yep. <laughs> right? And so I met La Bufana and her and it was like, wow, Dina, this is the work you did. And it was like wow. all that inner work. And like I met her and that, you know, for me, that was like, I'm following the cookie crumbles because yeah. on January 6th, you know, like I got fired from that day. I prayed and I was like, I'm going to have faith. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to fight it. You know, there was always like the ego was like, and my organizer self, like I had these wonderful, beautiful women that I taught ESL to who were like, do you want us to do something? And I was like, beyond yeah. humbled. Yeah. Like, yeah. these are people who would not, you know, and I was like, no, you yeah. know what? Let it go because the things that are supposed to be in your life are taken and the things that are supposed to be there are there. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you, I could say that to and myself the and then I felt. No, then you got to do it. Then you got to live it. It ain't easy. You got to do it and you got to live yeah. it. And yeah. so much of this has been like, no, we're going to live this into existence. We're going to yeah. live this legend. You know what I mean? So she's, her. it's not just an old legend. We're living it right now. Yeah. Like if we do this one encounter at a time, whether just it's one. literally one person. You know, let's just do it. Let's just. And so I've gone on the subway with La Bufana and I'm not a, am I a puppeteer? I don't know. Maybe in my lineage I am. And I'm like, <laughs> we're, we're starting to really get along that way. And I was yeah. like, I yeah. guess a La Bufana going to talk today, you yeah. know? And, um, but it's magic, yeah. you know, magic. I, I've hung out with her on the corner of 125th and Park Avenue in East Harlem. And La Bufana has connected with people immediately. Like, there's a love there. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, I've brought her, my parents are in a nursing home right now. And you know, like, I know that I'm losing that part. You know, mm -hmm. it's, those are things. And I've always wanted to get back to that kitchen table that I had growing up. I grew up with a lot of love. Yeah. I mean, I basically grew up with a cheering crowd of like, Dina, <laughs> you know what I mean? You thought yeah. Jesus had like an entrance yeah. into the world. Yeah. It was like, Dina is here. And like, I still had to have self-doubt yeah. and all the other crap and have a bunch of crappy relationships right. and do all of that. And, you know, it's like, really? My only problem is that I have grew up with a lot too much love and I have to find a way how to share it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You remind me so much of like, a, I, my family calls it the make a fuss model. And like, I, I say to people all the time, I love that. my wife and I talk about it a lot. It, you have to find balance because sometimes if you get that much sort of celebration, yeah. yes. if you succeed, it doesn't feel much different. And if you fail, it doesn't feel mm, much different. Right. So you're like, you know, you're you're like, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What the, I yeah. Uh, where is the bar in this? Yeah. But when you come to a certain realization, and for me, I think my faith has been a big part of it. Um, I tend to be kind of traditional. I, I like tradition and things like that. But you say maybe the simple way to put it that it's just, you just have to love harder. Like yeah. the yes. world is frustrating. There is a, a th there is an original sin. Ego is right there at the center of everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not even ego in what drives you to be, maybe put yourself above others. It's it's internal ego in this idea that somehow you're supposed to have the answers, be mm -hmm. at the center of it, revolve it around yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got to surrender. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's it's what this whole surrender. thing is about. Yeah. It was like, yeah. are you going to believe that there's something, some cooler plan than your own? And I'm just yeah. like, you know what? I, that's the game I want to play. There is only a cooler <laughs> you know plan I mean? than your own. Like, that's what it's all about. That's what I want to do. And it's like, you know, I don't, and it's like, you know, it's the holy fool. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. How awesome is that? Like, yes. I don't know what's going to happen after this. Yep. And the cool. idea of surrender is like, I didn't choose this. I wouldn't have chosen this if you'd asked me what I wanted to do with my life. It totally chose me. And and to be honest, the moment I met Dina, I was about to give it up because I had taken her all the way to Hollywood. I had given her, you know, you know, we'd been to the Henson Company and just done all the things we wanted to do. And or you're supposed to do. We're to supposed make yes. to do. Successful. And I just, yeah. And I just knew I, I was tired. I yeah. was, you know 
traipsing around with the puppet for years and years. Yeah. And then I come home and I meet Dina, and, and Dina has all of this enthusiasm and it's all Ephesians of this. Ephesians 3.20. It, it's like I pass the that? baton God's to her. God's got better plans for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can't quote scripture, but I like people who can. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, and that's, you know, and it's very similar to the to the book, and it's cheesy. And you know what? I'm like, I love I'm that it's cheesy. cheesy. Yeah. yeah. You know I love what? That I'm it's tender-hearted, cheesy. Tender-hearted, cheesy woman. You know, I'm tired of being like, like tough. I know. Like we want to love. That's what the we want to do, and that's cheesy, what we needed. Actually, and it's yeah. like, and it's and it's really simple. You know, you just people want it. People want magic, and we want to believe in a legend. Mm-hmm. So I'm tired of you know between the Calvinists, the Presbyterians, the Catholics. You know what? <laughs> I believe in this legend. I believe in La Bafana right now because Wait, it's happening. You make a great segue here because we've had this very like in family conversation we've not shared with the audience that might not know the actual legend of La Bafana so I don't know who amongst you is the one that's going to take us through it but let's share with them because I I know different versions Um, how do you share the legend of La Bafana what is in the elevator pitch version the elevator pitch well, I mean, there's there's Kate's version of mm-hmm. the legend. You My know. version, I added food. I just added a, a food so element. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But you know, in, in the ba- and this is where the curiosities is like, cause there's legends or legends, and there's multiple versions yes, of right. them. And where is this really coming from? So, so you can go yours. through the Ranfo. You know, but to me, it's beautiful old woman at home gets a knock on her door from three. You know, the three wise men or the three kings are on their way to go <laughs> find her. They get lost. She invites them in. She, it's. Total radical hospitality that you would imagine that any, you know, any grandma, come on, come in my house. I can only imagine that Feeds scene. Them. And yeah. I want to imagine that. You know, they have a great big feast. Um, I imagine them having a little vino, too. A little, of course they're having vino. <laughs> of you know, well, you couldn't drink the water back then, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. Um, and then they invite her to, go, to continue on their journey to see this redeemer of the world who is, who is to be born. She, of course, you know, I guess the times, I have... Just got too much. I got too much cleaning to <laughs> sure. do. Can't yeah. go. My grandmother never got on a plane. You know, I, I, I know. Yeah, it's I, like, I can't do this. I have to clean. That's such an Italian excuse. <laughs> I've got too I much cleaning to do. How am I going to go see the King of the Universe? I can't go I see that the is King of the Redeemer of the World. I'm like, I, I got too many dishes yeah. to do. Are you kidding? Yeah. She's got the bagolin in the bucket. I like the drawing that my dad did of the dirty kitchen. Oh, you got to see the dirty kitchen. Can I tell you something? You have pierced my heart. That is the top. Italian thing. Yeah. The grandmother can't leave they the can't house. They can't because I yeah. got a more. The guy's like, I found the Messiah. <laughs> She's a Jew. She knows exactly who this dude is. She's like, but yeah, but the Italian, the Italian grandmother's like, I can't I go. I got all these dishes. I got to clean the house. <laughs> Tell him I said hello, but I can't go. Daddy's like, that's a re- that's revolutionary. You talk about re- that's the most revolutionary yeah. thing. Yeah. I've been finding out how to clean the house. You should come up with a line of cleaning products. <laughs> cleaning products. You're so right. Italian cleaning products. With so her that on you could go make sure you yeah. get to see the yeah, newborn yeah. king. Stella de Bafana bleach. I can see. Ah, Gaza I'm in the police. You can do commercials. Listen, we got to get a sponsor. Would you be open to doing commercials? We'll do it. We, uh, yeah, hey, we're open to, like, to the magic of what's happening. We're open to what wants to happen. We don't know what's happening. Did you remember um, the Canadians? <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, Mutandi Wow. Yeah, Mutandi Wow. She's Mutandi Wow. <laughs> She's Mutandi Wow. So wait, I want to make sure everybody wait. understands the legend. So let's finish the legend. She sends the three wise men, she the says, three kings away. She goes off and then feels the weight of her regret. Oh, my God. I just chose the dishes over <laughs> going to see this the, this holy yep. child and goes off in search of him and cannot find him anywhere. And, you know, while there are several other versions, you know, the, the typical what we know is 
that she has, since that day, has been flying around on her magic broom in a perpetual search for this holy child. The Italian regret. Yeah, Italian she regret. Was, <laughs> I should have went. Ah, I my luck. <laughs> so, and, but, you know, so that is one that I've heard, yeah. the, the perpetual search, and that's what I have fallen in love with. Yeah, how yeah. could you Because not? that's what this is about. If religion, shmeligion, whatever, if literally we all were on in search, in every single one of us, we're on a perpetual search of the holy child in, in each, each of us. us I, this is so deep. It's this it's is like deep. It's deep. Deep. Are you kidding? You hang with some like, deep people. Yeah, that's no, right. This is, so, this is like I'm getting melted mentally now. This is so. <laughs> We're melting his brain. I'll never recover this no, guy. No, because no. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, it's about good. This. Jesus had Anne. Jesus, like, like Christianity, gives a place to the, the grandmother. Yes. Right. Mm. So there's it's there's there, there's right. a history to this because, like, Anne's why the name we, of my grandmother. If you take, if you take, um, see, Protestants are going to take that because it's not, it's not in scripture. But the, the, but the, the idea is that not everything made it into the book. You got to edit, mm-hmm. and that everybody knew that Mary's parents. You're telling me. Man. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, but I'm saying it's like Christianity felt it was important that Jesus had a grandmother. Mm. Yeah. Right. So Jesus has a grandmother. Mm, I like that. That's so now Bafana is the personification of grand. Like grandmothers yeah. have a role. Yeah. So Ooh. I'm trying to say it's like if you, I, you girls, you like keep going, like, go, 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 do, go, do. So, so now, flow, so man. now, flow. so now, flowing. grandma, we're getting has some a, more revelation here. Exactly, <laughs> it's deep because stick grandma, around, ladies. It's with, an epiphany. It comes out like a fire hose. <laughs> everything this place. I am today is with my Italian grandmother. Uh, amen, mm, me amen, too. Amen, totally. Yep. Amen. So the see, can I say something else? This is like out of control because she's a matriarch. Yeah. Right. So if you take Italian culture, people think it's patriarchal. It's not. Mm. It's no matriarchal. Way. Right. Absolutely. But the the, the, the <laughs> pa- Italian power comes from the home. Yeah. Comes from the table. Right. The mm-hmm. United Italian family. That's the bulwark of the nation. The Italian family is gathered around the mother. Yep. Yep. Right. Right. And the arch mother is the grandmother. She's what do you like, always say about the the celebration of religious images in Italy? You mean my my Italian version of Good Friday? You mean? No. You always say that it's. No I coincidence. You do. I know. I, I quote him. I'm like the St. Peter to his <laughs> prophet. Um, you say all the time that it's no coincidence that Italians hold less to a crucifix than they do to an image of a mother with her baby mm. son. Yeah, they're totally into the mother. That's why. Yeah. Good yeah. Friday in Italy is a story about a, a mother who loses her son. Yes, that's true. Everywhere, Spanish countries, right? Yeah. It's all about Jesus. If you go to Spain, like South America is always about. Christ carrying a cross and suffering and bleeding and purple royal robes. And his mother's walking behind him, right? Mm. In Italy, the son is dead. And look what he did to his mother. <laughs> Walk your God and you do this to your mother. And he broke the heart of his mother. So it's a religion based about the suffering of time. But it's not the Jewish mother That's complaining. So it's the Italian mother who is the Stoically rock. Stoically right? like because a rock. If you take Italian Madonnas, they're powerful. Yes. Yeah, they right? sure are. If you go to like, like your, your whitewashed American Medigan Catholic Church, you have the Lady Miraculous Medal, became a Lady of Grace, who became the ubiquitous Catholic Mary statue. She's there with her hands down. Camille Paglia says this. Camille Paglia. She knows God. I love, I love Camille Paglia. Camille, because yeah. she's an Italian lesbian atheist. Who loves talking about Catholicism and goes to mass with her mother? Only us. That's Only beautiful. Us. That's beautiful. That's, we are good at that. And Camille Pius says, American Virgin Marys are powerful. She's just standing there with her hands down. Italian Virgin Marys are powerful, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Our Lady of Socorso, which is all throughout the south of Italy, Jesus is hiding behind his mother, and she's beating a snake with a stick. That's an Italian mother. Touch my kid, not <laughs> yeah. kill you. And Anne is the grandmother screaming out the window, kill the snake, kill the snake. <laughs> 
because it's the Italian team. She's the arch mother. Yeah. yeah. So Bifana is it's like a representation the, is, is the representation of Italian matriarchy because the Italians, like we were just talking, we were <laughs> we were making jokes relative to the scene of the dying mother in Moonstruck, right? Oh yeah. Uh. It's like I can't marry you. It's gonna upset my dying mother, right? The total Italian. Yeah. You're really important, just not as important as my mother. I love yeah. you, but she's my mother, but, right? Yeah. Right. Because the old lady in the bed has more power so than much. Cher. Yeah. Cher's dropped it gorgeous, but you know what? The old lady in the nightgown, dying in the bed, still rules the empire from the bed. You're not kidding. Because right. we're happy. You know, Italian men. You know, there was a great YouTube. It was a YouTube video that this Norwegian woman made about dating an Italian man, and she's like, "You'll never get away from the mother, right?" But that's her because the mother is the what binds us, and the Italian mother's two two um two pillars or two mm-hmm. or two swords are sacrifice and unconditional love, right? Mm. And Buffon yeah. is like riding around on the broomstick because. Ah, I got a sack more sack. I'm, she's, she probably complains about her feet. She's tired. <laughs> do you have her complaining in your shows? Oh, I can't do. This she's a little sassy. <laughs> I can't sassy. do it anymore. Not really complaining. I'm gonna but die, but she's still. Well, that's why she's you know. hooking up with her friends because she's like yeah. people. I got to do it together by yeah, myself. Help. We're yeah. her friends. This is like. I, can nope. I say something? I well, we have. We ha- you do have to check on on their website the Gospel of Bufana. Yep. They just for- a gospel. Of course, because they forgot that she was around back then too. That's such an Italian move. That's the most Italian move we have ever had. Of all the people we interviewed, you got the gold star, Dina. Yeah, That's the most, most Italian, Italian moves. Saying, not only was I flying around, I got the best story. I got the best story. <laughs> and only you I must, have it. They forgot me. Right. And it was very simple. Right. It's just, there's... We all fit at the table. Just extend it. Take care. You want all that complicated theology? That's complicated not me. Complicated theology. Yeah. I'm not She's like, nah, that's not me. Uh, basically, what hungry? do we say? Childlike? Yeah. That's about it. So we're all going to have to run. We're going to dance. And we're going to have fun. We've got, uh, you got to check her out. You know, she uh, was very, very specific about her 10 recommendations for living La Vita Bella. Like, didn't it's on our Father website. Guido Sarducci? Back on Saturday Night Live, have 10 commandments? It's a great question. I don't know. I but these are her 10 recommendations because you know, obviously, commandments, that's not how it Thanks, works. No, Guido Sarducci, same thing. He, called, he said that when he, rest- when he would start his own religion, he felt rejected because everybody else in his Vatican seminary class became a Monsignor but him. <laughs> so he was going to start his own religion and name himself a Monsignor. Yeah. And he was going to have what he called 10 suggestions. <laughs> Because Italians don't want Ten Commandments. Yeah, we don't want, we <laughs> yeah. Don't want to listen. We're Try, not, try not to steal. Exactly. <laughs> try not to commit adultery. Well, I think right now in this world, we need a merciful, loving person yeah. eating some magic cookies and singing and dancing. And I, you know, I felt a lot of the pain. You know what I mean? And, and when I met La Bufana, I, f- I relate to that. You know what I mean? There's the other legends that, like, King Herod had actually ch- killed her, ch- you know, her child, all the children under two. And then I that was one, that. Of her, one of the things that I've read in She would have killed Herod. That's how we know exactly. that's not true. She would have whacked. She would have whacked. broomstick and they would have been on Herod. That's why you need Italians on the committee because exactly. we, know, we know what she did and she didn't do. All right. But, you know, of, of course I love this story. But then I read that story and, you know, that's a bit of a darker story. Yeah. And supposedly in that legend, she goes crazy in grief. And like ends up at the feet of the baby Jesus, who then like gives her this role. Wow, you know what I mean? And no, so I've never heard that. That's is that in your gospel? Yeah. That's not in the gospel. No. We keep in the that That's too much. No, I that's want dark. You know, and no, we need the Italian grandma to whack and Herod. <laughs> She's grabbing him by the like. You know, like the Godfather when he goes up and says, "I'm Vito Angelini," <laughs> and goes in and stabs because that's the Italian grandmother. And you know what the difference is? She wouldn't have got killed. She would have killed him, and nobody would have known. There would have been like a knife underneath the apron. <laughs> Easy does it. Lava fun is for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Lava fun is even simple. Exactly. No, listen. We are a non-violent movement. We can't have lava fun and whacking Herod. No, no whacking. That would be so. We have a Harry puppet. 
We, we don't have, have anything. This is their project, not our project. You want to come play with us? We do have other puppets. We do have other puppets. She has friends. Yeah. Basically, we want to. We want cultures getting down together, focusing on what we have in common, and celebrating life. You know what I mean? And keeping it simple. Let's eat some magic cookies and enjoy it. This has been a very serious party. Yeah. Did you guys this establish right deep. away that you're both Italian-American? Did that click? Yeah, that clicked in yeah. the grandmother stuff. You know, yeah. and so much of my spiritual journey has been, you know, seeking my grandmother. You know, like the moment that like when my grandma died in 99, right after I graduated high school, it was like that that opened me. I was like, I was seeking my grandmother. You yeah. know, like a butterfly flew over her casket on the day that she died and I was like following the flutters yep. my whole life. And... That's a great hashtag. <laughs> Following the flutters. I guess that's what I've been doing. That's a hashtag. We come up. I didn't. They, they got me on this hashtag. To follow, I'm done. I'm sorry. Do it. No, I can't help good. it. It's all right. It's she all right. Tells, they it's come just, just who ADD, you are. The lady no, writes you're me just letters. letting it out. It's you need good. Help. But, uh, <sighs> you know, so, and then, you know, I go through this whole thing. I was living upstate. Like, I lived up in the middle of 48 acres by myself for a while teaching these kids. Then I lived in a Quaker community, yada, yada, yada. I have a book. It'll eventually come out. Um... <laughs> And then I meet La Bifana and it's sweet. You know, how can you look at a puppet and think it's your grandma? But that sense that love comes back in different forms. Wow, yep. You know what I mean? You don't ever lose love. Right. It's like it, it comes back destroyed. in different forms. And if you s- acknowledge it, you know what I mean? Love coming back in a different form just wants you to acknowledge that. It's like that that I had is not there. But I have this. And that's what love Bafana is. She's acknowledging the love that exists in the simple, ordinary moments of every day between but humans. That's her whole, that's her that's, whole mission, right? That's her is mission, that, yeah. The acknowledging the love that came to her door. Yep. The devotion. Right? She uh, opened her door to strangers. Yeah. I mean, like, let's talk about refocusing the narrative, really. I mean, yeah. right. La Bafana, if you want to get, and what I love, right? She's like, maybe has a bit of a pagan history, chilling with the Catholics. Like, hey, guys, I think we got peace on earth. Yeah. <laughs> a, a witch who loves Jesus, like, we're chilling. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think we can do it. We don't have to, you know, yeah, yeah, you burned a bunch of people and, you know, maybe this. But, like, let's eat some cookies yeah. and get on with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, there's something very Italian. Um, I always say, not to toot our own horn, but that is what the show's about. We're really good at being human. Like yeah, Italians and are com- real allowing the complication. Yeah. 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 And just sort of being nice, like balanced to everything about humanity. And, uh, you know, we're not a people of extremes, really, other than on the sort of loving and like welcoming side, I think. So we come back to that a lot. Like we talk a lot about our efforts to make Sunday Italian again. And, and yeah. it was during the 2016 election, my family and I sat down and we were like, you know, we've built all these businesses together and everybody's successful, but those businesses have taken us to different cities. And my one brother was in Florida and the Mm -hmm. other was in Texas. And we're like, wait a minute, we need to make an effort. It's sad that we do, but you know, we had a whole life of macaroni on Sunday. Let's prioritize that. Yeah. That's what we're, yeah, that's, that's very, you know, Lava Fun is about that as well. Yeah, Because we're coming out with a very simple message, which is like be human, family time, accepting, searching out the best in people. As you get onto the topic of tolerance, Italians being tolerating of different people. They did a study in the 1950s. I don't know if I mentioned this here before. You might have. No, they did a study in the 1950s, and like very waspy, quote unquote, Medigan, Harvard, Yale educated psychiatrists were baffled of why American mental ill hospitals had such low numbers of Italian Americans. That's interesting. So they wanted to know what Italian Americans did right 
that they had so few people who were committed. Really? So they, wow. yeah, they did a very in-depth study. They went to Italian communities, and they found out that they had plenty of people who were off their rocker, <laughs> but nobody really cared. <laughs> they were just part of the fabric. Well, yeah. because so that's community. That's yes, community. community. The thing is, you, don't, you go crazy when you're not you're embraced, isolated. Yes. right? And so, like... If you have community, we're part of the fabric. you're in it. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's 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 this mental illness world of hyper individualism, yes. right? Right. Instead of just being like, "Hey, we're going to actually love you through yeah. this." Yeah. Well, whatever you're going through, I say all the time. <laughs> right. I think the greatest strength that I derive from my family's Italianness. It may not be for everybody because you know we've all been impacted differently, but you could see it in Italy today because yeah. Italy today with a really unfortunate economy is surviving because people are living off of their families. We're good savers, and people are living off of family savings, and the unit and mm-hmm. the community sort of you know lock in, and you survive. And I think all the time, if you can discern mm. the core of, of an Italian family, what it really means, you're really empowered because what is risk when you go out into the world if you know what the society might qualify as failure is coming home to that kitchen table where everything is safe and good and warm and, and you are great and they did make a fuss over you. It's like if you can put it into that perspective and understand that w- there's nowhere to go but up, risk takes on a whole different mm, right. meaning, you know, mm-hmm. and you can be energized out there to do good and be socially impactful and be open. Right. We're, yeah. accept- be open. we're accepting because the last thing about that study, they had people like Frankie's walking around talking to himself. And they're like, well... Do you see that gentleman? He's walking around talking to himself. Like, oh yeah, that's Frankie. Yeah, that's what he does. Frankie the talk. Yeah, to right. that's Frank, and, and he went up and like, Frankie who talks to himself. And they're like, well, like, why isn't he committed? Like, why? They didn't turn it into a problem. Bo- like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's not bothering anybody. Leave Frankie alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think that so many communities in Italy, right, have people who have developmental mm-hmm. uh, delayed. You know, what's the you're the you're the developmental disabilities. Deve- developmental disabilities, and they're like, oh, that's just you know, yeah. you know, uh, my grandfather's family comes from San Mango Chilento, and they talk about a guy who uh, his entire family was killed from the Spanish influenza. Oh, gosh. And he used wow. to walk around the town with a raincoat and said he was Inspector Cousteau, and he used to come up with all kinds of stories. <laughs> and it's a right. little village in front of him. And they're like, oh, yeah, he was funny, right? Yeah. And they just left him, and they said, ah, you know, he had it hard. He was a little kid, and he lost his whole family in the Spanish influenza. And, and they were saying that during the Nixon impeachment, he would go up and say, oh, it was on TV in Italy. Did you see me? That was me sitting in the back. I took care of Nixon. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, he's funny. I, yeah. And I think that's the love of the Italian family. Ah, and they Frank took care he, of him. That's fantastic. Frankie talks the to himself. Unconditional yeah. acceptance. Yeah. Unconditional, and yeah. that goes back to the Italian arch mother. Exactly. Yeah. The grandmother who's Befana. the arch mother. Exactly. Yep. I mean, and that's... I was so blown away because John told me puppeteer. I'm like, what's coming in? <laughs> you had no idea. But I didn't understand. Why didn't you tell me this? I don't like to prep you. Uh, it's <laughs> more That's editing true. for me, but it's more yeah, it's good quotes. I'm <laughs> Just cool. in talking about like the matriarch, you know what I mean? That's on like the deep, if we want to go the deep level, you know, this, the lack of the feminine, right? Even on like a God level, you know, that's to me, right? This is the simplest way I get to live out my faith. The lack of the feminine? Yeah, Going we have, we have married, you know, I think a lot of people get married, but a lot of people don't have married. You know what I mean? Like, who is this forgiving, loving, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when you when you have a God that's You want to do big, some crazy talk here? Yeah. And I, I, do it. I have to, because we just had this conversation in the car. <laughs> I was having a conversation with one of my wife's friends who's a, um, her mother's like a really evangelical, born-again Christian. She's pretty active in like a charismatic Christian church. She was telling me about 
witnessing and then researching a demonic possession. Mm -hmm. And she's writing a movie about it and this and that. I have done a bunch of research around these things and so has he. And I said to her, you know, I keep coming back to the, like he, he just sent me an article about a, an atheist who became a convert because he had a visit from the Blessed Virgin. Like a really clear, yeah. he came away s s praying prayers that he didn't know going in. Yeah. And, and, you know, whenever when I started doing all this research on possessions and um, exorcisms and stuff, the bottom line is, like, these these demons flee most from the Blessed Mother. That is the the gift that mm -hmm. we've been given mm -hmm. to, 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 to defend and protect us. And I feel bad for a lot of people who don't have access to the Blessed Mother because of the human fingerprints on their religious tradition. Like, mm -hmm. this is a, an amazing... They don't um, understand her biblical implications. Yeah, what I what is what is even a, a faith without her? <coughs> I don't. I mean, I, even <coughs> for me, like I did a pilgrimage to the sites of the Black Madonna. Oh, my father-in-law does. Did you go that. to Tindiri? I, yes, I went to Tindiri, and I had like such an incredible experience. So you went to Tindiri. That's when I was like, listen. So I meet Kate. I'm like, Kate, I'm gonna bring La Bufana to Italy, even though it's summer, because <laughs> I gotta bring her because yep. I want to connect with her and really feel what this is supposed to be. And, and so I'm like, like take her. I need I a break from her. I bring Fana on a pilgrimage to wow. <laughs> Black Madonna. This is like hysterical. And <laughs> I'm like, what's going on, Labafana? Like, where where are we going? What are we doing? And we basically, Tindere had like such an incredible moment. There's the Madonna there. We go down to this like lake and like laying in it. I've got like Labafana with me with these folkloric musicians. And I was like, God, this is what it feels to be alive. Like yeah. literally like laying in this lake, you're like, this is the womb of the mother. You know what I mean? Like this wanting to be connected to something that is bigger. It's it's the coal shaft. We keep going down further and further. I'm going to have a meltdown. I know. <laughs> so we gonna he's go. intellectually stimulated. We're going to go. So I've never seen that. him like this on an episode. No, really? Hold on. Let's go through. But then the best part. Like, and this is where it's just like magic. Mm -hmm. Magic. I don't plan my last night of this pilgrimage. I have to fly to Rome. So I, I book a little... Um, Airbnb in, oh my God, oh come back to me, outside of Rome, ancient little Italian. Ostia? La Ostia. Ostia, yeah. Yeah, thank That's you. That's where St. Monica died. Thank you. So I'm like, La Bufana, and it's like, I'm traveling alone with La Bufana. I'm like, I'm this lady now. Yeah. So <laughs> I was that lady. Do you understand she how important Ostia is to mothers? <laughs> no, you, this is why I'm just being led by ancestral wisdom. I don't know history. Ostia, Ostia. She's just following the flow. St. Monica died in Ostia. And Monica is the mother of Augustine. She's entombed in, and uh, Monica spent her whole Steep. life praying for Augustine's conversion. I had none okay. of this. This I is know. the deepest mother-child relationship in Catholicism. Well, After you, you Mary, haven't met my mother. And me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we might get the next one. <laughs> yeah. was, I say the, the, the mother's son yeah. is Monica and Augustine. I had no idea. And Monica's in, in Austria. I didn't know that. So I am there. And, like, I love the unfolding because the story that God's writing is way better than the story I could so ever write. better. Just by, like, witnessing it and living it. And we're in La Ostia, and I have her, and the night they're having a big Comedia del Arte in the square. I love Comedia del Arte. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I'm walking down this, like, cute little square, and I, I see this girl, and she has a broom in front of her house. I was like, well, Bifana, is this where you're really from? I kind of <laughs> feel like this is where you might be from if you lived. And I, like, knock at the door, and the girl answers, and I was like, I just had to know who lives here because it's so magical. It feels so great. She invites me in. She's all this artwork. We look at the square from her from her room, and that's where they're doing the whole Comedia del wow. Arte. And it's amazing. And the whole story night was called 
Chera Una Volta. Yeah. Once oh, Upon a Time. Upon a time. That and was it, the whole sure. night. The whole theme was Chera Una Volta. So I meet them, and I was like, hey, guys, I have La Bufana with me. And they're like, La Bufana's here. What are you doing? And I, <laughs> I tell them, you know, my story. And I was like, wait a second, guys. I think this is like, where, where is it? Might just be the cover. This is the town. Dina like, sent me a picture of this exact. Really? And the woman is like, yeah. That looks like this, you know, and we're going, you know. Just and the like, scene that my dad drew from his imagination. Dad drew it from his imagination. So for and those of you who are not uh, oh, yeah. here. And, uh, so if the you buy the book, you can yeah, see it. You will see it at the end of that. I'm so bad yes. at selling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I got no shame, lady. Oh, God, I got no right shame. <laughs> but but the, the, the final pages of this book, this beautiful book, are set in an Italian town. And um, there's the archway uh, that people are entering in and out of. You can picture the plaster walls and yeah. little awnings and a donkey cart. And so this is it's essentially a celebration. a celebration in an Italian town. And you sort of see the same scene. And we live this. And, like, I have La Bufana with me. I meet, like, this mother, a daughter. They're like, La Bufana. I was like, guys, look at this. And then we look at it. And honestly, it wasn't even the kids. It was the adults. They were like, this is it. This, this is, is the town. And we just started, life imitating like, running. Art. Yeah. Life imitating art, like, deeply in that moment. And the kids are like, no, it's not. And the mom was like, yes, it is. And it was just like, it was... And I don't know, for me, it was it was a full circle moment for me of my whole life journey. I was like, if I die after this, I'm good. Like, I lived it. But now I'm like, no, now I have to actually spread it. (laughs) You got to go out and (laughs) evangelize. And for me, too, because that seeing that picture of her in this village, you know, I was home in Connecticut and Dina was on this magical adventure. And I was seeing pictures of this puppet that I created having these adventures without me in her hometown that we drew for the book. And it was just like, was it hard for you to give the puppet up? I know that might sound silly. Well, only I would only ever give her to Dina. I just felt so met. And it was like Kismet. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt so much like like this was Kismet. Like, like. Look, I mean, we, yeah. I always it's talk about... It's the hand of God. It's the hand of God. He's hand like God. the big brother I never had. I mean, yeah. he and my brother, who is also my best friend, were the best men at my wedding. And it was like that for our relationship as a friends. Like, we met each other that night, and then all of a sudden, we were just... Had all this in common, and yeah. we were talking on the phone for four or five hours at a time. That's how the show was born. This is like, Pat, we should just wow. turn a microphone on and edit it exactly. because that's what we do. You well, know? It goes back to the epiphany, and John. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It does. It Everything goes true. back to the epiphany. Everything yeah, but, but we all often say, like, I don't think that this could just be birthed through one of us. It has to yes. be two or more. Right, and and now we're inviting everyone else into the legend, too. So you too. perform in Comedia dell'Arte? Do you do um, the Listen, Christmas show? I don't know what I'm doing. Comedia dell'Arte. Do you do the um, La Canzone di Capodanno? You know, yeah. A Prima Lana Nuova. Mm-hmm. That was written in 1700. In Piano di Sorrento, my grandmother's family comes from Piano di Sorrento, to celebrate the opening of the holy year of 1700. And the song is like incredible because it's a 64, a 70, I think a 64 stanza song. Yeah. And it talks about, I'm just, I'm going off on a deep end on this, but it talks about it's the beginning of a new year. Don't worry about all your problems. Mm. Eat, drink, and have a good time. Yeah. And then it goes through. The idea that the best way you could spite the devil is celebrating Christmas because it really ticked him off. Mm-hmm. Only a Neapolitan could come up with this mentality, <laughs> right? So because he's annoyed, you should eat and drink more because the more you eat and drink, <laughs> the more you rub it in his face. It's defiant joy. It's so, yeah, but defiant it's, joy. But it's so Italian, right? It's like, we're going to be total gluttons because it, we're gluttons for God, right? But it's That's all like so the project. Much of what it's this like is. joy in living. It's just this joy. Is exactly. it's, it's, it's just joy. There's so many ways you can go. You know, I've... 
when I was living upstate, it was like deep personal heartbreak, but that like got mixed up with the world. You know, like I had a marriage that was falling apart at the same time that like the world was falling apart. Yeah. And it was like, everything's falling apart. Yeah. Then I had so many experiences where I just felt an incredible love, you know? Yeah. But I think um, Thomas Merton, uh, he talks about like this, the activist being pulled in so many directions and that that's actually like a violence. So like finding your peace. So for so long, I was like, I got to do this. 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 And I was like being torn apart yeah, inside. Sure. And then like I'd sit with, you know, Labafana and Kate and there was, no, oh, I'm going to get sad. No, there was this part of me that like, uh, that didn't, <laughs> that didn't want to really believe that like it could be tenderness and like mm -hmm. kindness, yeah. you know, that it had to be intellect, yeah. that it had to be all these things. And it's like, it's really the only thing that what changes. It, what people. is the exactly. only, you know what I mean? As I see some of the behaviors of our leaders in our world right now, everything is going like embody the exact opposite. The you whole world. You cannot fight it with that. You mu Energetically, you know, revolution, blah, 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 blah. It's that's, not going to work because it's energetically not. That's the, that's you the can't, heart of the. You have the, to undo it with the op opposite energy of it. It's the heart of monotheism, really. I mean, it, all three monotheistic faiths have that at its core in a different expression, right? I mean, if you think about the Jewish idea of the law and this sort of simple code, and you think of Christianity and, and the golden rule, and you think of Islam, it, which translates to surrender. It, it's all tell, it's all pushing yeah. us in the direction of, like, just let go and, and, and be that's what kind. Yeah. And exactly. That's, that's and that's what that is. Exactly what, what, what we want right now is, like, I think the world needs a legend they can believe in. And one not, not only believe in that maybe is from the past, but one that we could live out. Yeah. And right. I, because I don't think we're going to change our world unless we live it out differently. Right. We can't think ourselves into a new way of being. We no. have to actually live it. Yeah. And then leave our, you know, that's the scariest thing yeah, out that's, there. Th is this is, we're this getting is, this is way super deep. Do you feel connection to Thomas Merton? I, you know, Merton yeah. was a New Yorker. And I was like, oh, I didn't. His, but he's, he, we are, that's who we are. I mean, I, I'm from Jersey, which is superior. <laughs> no, Jersey, no, Jersey, 100%. Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> no, Connecticut's nice people. We're you're nice, nice people. You're well dressed. You're polite. You're nice. <laughs> That's, I mean, and that's who you are. And you're lovely people. No, I love, you're always classy people. They're always well. I'm from North Jersey. It's who I am. I own it. I'm proud okay. of it. It's superior to New York, but that's another story. But to take that the next step, Merton. Yeah, yeah tell me. Is a mystic. Yeah. He's, but he's a New York mystic. He was having problems with his superior. And yeah. his, I think his, his confessor said to him, you want to be, you want to be a hermit in Times Square with a big sign above your hermit that says hermit. <laughs> like lights, and it's it's there's a there's a New York spirituality. Mm. That's who we are. I fully agree. I mean, my I mean, I'm finishing writing a book right now, and it'll come out when it. But it's love at the threshold, moments, musings, and revelations do, do of an unexpected mystic. So, like, wow. my. <laughs> but let me ask you another question. Yeah. Do you know who Mother Angelica is? I no. need to, you don't know Mother I Angelica. I know, I know, I know who uh, I'm supposed to know, and I no, don't know. Because Mother Angelica <laughs> is the Italian American grandmother. Ah. Uh. You gotta look into Mother yeah, Angelica. Okay, I will, I will. And Mother Angelica had such popularity in the nineties and eighties. And I said because she's an Italian grandmother in a habit. Yes, that's true. And she was Sicilian. She was Sicilian American yeah. from Canton, Ohio, had a very rough life. And I feel so many people came to her because people would call up with her problems like a, a call in show. Yeah. And she's telling them Italian grandmother advice. Yeah. Like, you know, my husband's at that 
dump them. You know, like, you know, like, yeah. throw them out and tell them don't come back until you straighten stuff. Because, you know, we had this conversation with, you know, with, with Raymond Arroyo. And, and it's so... You, 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 I was not prepared for this. <laughs> uh, he okay. came in here. He told me I got this pup. No, no, it's a comp. He's like, we got this puppet. I was like, all right, whatever. We had the puppet lady come in with a. I was like, oh my god, he didn't tell me this was and a movement. I'm like, how are you gonna have a movement with a puppet? You've been converted to the gospel not, of love. I, the I, the I, I, I know. I got. I got to digest. She's got her little her tent. Do, I don't think there's tent? anyone who could disagree with it. So Labafana, this is this is what she said. Number one, celebrate the great mystery of life. Two, cherish and protect your dear Mother Earth and all of her creations. Three, search for the divine child in each and every person you meet. Four, get curious about the many beautiful myths, creation stories, and folk tales that different cultures around the world have. They all contain important lessons. Five, live your legend. Love the story you are living or take your magic pen and change it. Six, listen to the wisdom of the elders and honor your ancestors by expressing who you are. Seven, become the best version of yourself that you can be and never be afraid to ask for help. Eight, be kind. Everybody has pain and a simple smile, even if you have one tooth, can change someone's day. <laughs> Number nine, forgive yourself and others. No one is perfect, not even a good old witch like me. Ten, sing, dance, eat, and enjoy the magical and miraculous gift of being alive. There's so much you've got in there that's really beautiful <laughs> Do you to ever me. worked with senior citizens? Well, y- yes. God that's bless it. you. That's she's it. been just to, uh, to Italy. She's been to Africa. She's been... God all over the U.S. You. She's been, yeah, she's been I mean, all over the place. she's meeting a lot of people, and she's, uh, she's having fun. I mean, and when I see people's reactions, especially old people, because here's, she's a heroine, and now they can see themselves yeah. as heroes and heroines. You yes. know what I mean? Here's this woman with one tooth, and, and she's dancing with them and showing that there's still life. You know what I mean? Yes. And it really, it's, it's upsetting because... Like, we don't need more gurus. We need grandmas. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, don't need gurus, not grandmas. Yeah. Grandmas, yeah. grandmas not gurus. We've yeah. now dropped when you guys start, three stores When you guys start mine. selling T-shirts, that should be the number Wait, one selling. Less but gurus, I, I gotta, more, more grandmas. grandmas. You're going to have to help us with that part because my, my I'm brain a is like, fanatic. I know how to That's be a teacher. But I want to say something because this is really important to me because I don't know how I ended up where I ended up in my life. I just trust the Holy Spirit, and here I am and doing something I love. But I studied to be an anthropologist and a sociologist, and I've decided... You are those every day as long as you love the world. So I think I'm still doing that. But you talk about legends, and I always come back to the conclusion that, you know, there's far more similarity in the legends of humanity than there is difference. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm not a literalist, so I think you have to take these things. Mm -hmm. They come from from a source. I believe that source is a higher power, and I believe it's in, in us just like it's outside of us. And I think the idea of following legends is imperative and yes and i think there's a new one yeah well i think that the beauty of it is you know we we live in this world and it scares me a lot we live in this world that's sort of post-human and it's it's dragging us away from legend and you know if if you believe something that's not literal or science it's you're stupid or you're you're this or and it's taking us away from interactions and i look at a puppet right and you, you say to yourself the person knows this is felt right and and I, I am a huge fan of what Jim Henson did in the world, and I'm a huge fan yeah, of the history of puppetry. Yeah. And I, I, you know, every nation, every culture has a phenomenal history. Some, some more than others. I'm Sicilian, and I think we've got a great one. But I, I used to watch these old videos of Jim Henson, and he would talk to kids and adults. And after 30 seconds, he's there doing the voice. He's not a ventriloquist. There's yeah. no trickery here. Mm-hmm. But they're having a conversation with this puppet. Yeah. And I remember it comes real. It becomes real, yeah, and and it's and, it's, and it's and it's it's a confessor, and it's a therapist, mm, right. and it's a it's a no no 
and it's everything that a human can't be to them, right? right? Because it's got the human characteristics. And that's for people of all ages. And I have this great memory. There was a time where I thought I was going to be a puppeteer. Aww. And I was probably that's about so cool. 11 or 12. And I had a natural knack for it. Yeah. And we were in Disney World with my grandparents, with my, my Nona. And uh, don't ask me how. My father took us, I forget what park we were in. And uh, we were all allowed to get a souvenir. And in the souvenir stall there was these generic puppets. And I think this one was supposed to be a pirate and somehow his patch and his bandana had fallen off. So it was just this like heavy set guy with his belly out and a big black mustache and black frizzy hair around his bald head. And I was like, I have to have this puppet. I love this puppet. And I automatically saw it. I think we I called it Papa Giuseppe. And I just started doing mm-hmm. like a bad impersonation of my Italian family trying to speak English. And I was having fun with it. Everybody's my family's laughing. And we got on this bus to go back to the hotel and the bus broke down on the highway. And w- I started entertaining my brothers just to pass the time. And it was a while before the bus got fixed. And by the end of it, I was doing these little tricks and skits and shows. And I wasn't necessarily doing it for an audience, but the whole bus was there participating and laughing. And, awesome. and I remember thinking, like, wow, just the idea that you could take this thing and make people happy mm. yeah. with a little something that's not, you know, it's familiar but not. And yeah. I'm like, this is powerful. It it's is powerful. This piece of felt and stuff really is powerful. <laughs> I but know. It's amazing. The felt is powerful because the yeah. puppeteer is a vestment yeah. that, that your soul speaks through the vestment. Right. So the vestment says, I'm Dina, right? But when Dina puts on the puppet, I'm La Befana. Yeah. So during that moment, you are love It's Transformation. And you're yeah. it's transformative, yeah. and yeah. you become what you become. You're not an Italian grandmother, but you are an Italian grandmother at that moment. Yeah. yeah. Because you have institutionalized a tradition that you were raised by an Italian grandmother. Mm-hmm. When you have grandchildren, you'll pass that on, mm-hmm. and you have that, so you know how to be grandma. Yeah. So you put on the puppet, and you begin to speak grandmother, though you're not a grandma. It's like right. channeling. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> but a priest yeah. is a channeler. Yeah. Because a priest is an altar Christus, but he puts on a vestment. And putting huh. on a vestment, wow. he becomes That's a, beautiful. he acts as Christ. Oh, takes it to a whole other level. he speaks oh, as Christ because he has that this on. beautiful. So the puppet is a vestment yeah. of divine revelation. That's yep. beautiful. Yeah. That's, where, that's, that's where, like, where we're rolling. That's exactly like, it. Why didn't you tell me this was coming? I didn't know. <laughs> I knew. We, we, this is like, this is, this is an epiphany. Yes, Welcome. This is an epiphany. <laughs> nah, it's baby, it's an epiphany party every day. You got to be fair to me. He yeah. said, these ladies coming in, they have a lot of a puppet, and it's a move. I was like, what? The puppet? Uh, I'm all right. It doesn't make Go sense for it. So it's a movement. Now. We've got a small movement, small following right yeah, now. But, but, you you are, know, you but people like can join our deep. movement by going to our website and, and entering their email. No, we'll do commercials. We'll commercial without the wise. Become okay. a friend. All right. Become a friend. We do. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me, let's, tell them, let's tell them how they can participate. There is LaBefanaAndFriends.com. It's all spelled out. L-A. I'm dyslexic, so give me a second. It's L A B E F A N A A N D F R I E N D S dot com. Yes. Spell it out like you would. Yeah. Um, they can join the movement. Did, can they follow us on Instagram? Follow you guys. Follow get you guys to come out to what they're doing. Can, can, yeah, can yeah they absolutely. B- We're available. Yeah. Right yep. There. Yeah, manja, um, some little manja magic that and encounters. If, exactly, and if they enter their uh, email on our website, they get to download the magic exactly. star recipe. Oh, really? Which is yeah. the yeah, last you know page what? of the book. But all due respect, we started out with the magic star, and we still have not finished it because oh we God. have to trace the history of this cookie. So at the what's the festival? This is on the answer to that. Street, San Dandonio. Yeah, so I go to that San festival. San Dandonio de I met these girls, Delena's Dolcini. They started a cookie company. 
based off of the recipes of their grandmother. So grandmother, like grandmother love. And they loved La Bifana. I met them and I was like, you guys need to make La Bifana star cookies. So we're talking to them and we're going to hopefully be making some La Bifana magic star cookies to kind of keep the spirit of, of Christmas alive. That's awesome. Forever. Yeah. And really live this. You know what I mean? Like we're going to pour the love into those cookies and people are going to feel them when they eat them. And, yeah. and that's how we're going to change the world. This, <laughs> and we're looking well, for, on a this for is partners very and sponsors. And well, let me ask you a question. Do you, you don't know the town Calabria she was from? Oh, I, I do, but it's... Okay, wait. I could call my mom. Call, text her. <laughs> text <laughs> mom. Because we've got to trace this call. Hey, let me oh, tell okay. you something about Pat's tracing. This is what I think he should be proudest of. He is the bad. greatest amateur genealogist ever. I hesitate to use the word amateur because he's so good at it. But one of my dad's buddies did not know where his family was from. He always said growing up, like, we think we're Albanian, blah, blah, blah. And it was like a big mystery. So when this guy turned 65... My dad and all his friends decided, many of them were turning 65, they wanted to go to Italy together. Some had never been. So he said to me, hey, would you plan a trip for us? Because I do that for a living. And I said, all right, Pat and I will come, but Pat and I are going to be your tour guides, so we're going to set the whole idea. He's like, that's great, bring Pat. So they all flew over together. I, I met them in Italy. I had been there for work. So when we land, he comes out like the triumphant Caesar. I'm like, what's going on? He says... Mario couldn't figure out his whole life, 65 years, where his family came from. I figured it out on the plane. On the plane, using only the internet of the airline, as, as he points out, because Mario shared a hot pepper recipe with him <laughs> and the belief that they were Albanian. He was able to cross where these peppers were made with where Albanians settled, found the town, go on, find the records, uh, and find his amazing. family. On Stop it! Yeah, yeah, well, it's easy. That's amazing. It's easy. Take, it's, very easy. Not easy for <laughs> it's not easy. It's easy. It was an easy. It was easy because he starts talking about the only thing he knew is he's Albanian, and that his father made kruski. Kruski is a pepper. See, everybody got the pepper with Columbus. Okay. And everybody did different things with it. Neapolitans stuffed them. Yeah. Calabrese people um, dried them, and so the people in in Basilicata. So he's telling me his father made kruskis. Kruski is you have to drop a dried long pepper in hot oil. And he said how good his father was turning the kruski because they were just cooked in seconds. Then he told me, he kept saying, I don't know why I'm Italian, I'm Albanian. He's Italo-Albanian. See, Albania was 100% Christian country, Eastern Rite, because their liturgy was in Greek. So the, the, the Muslims come in and they said, listen, either you become Muslim or you're going to have problems. So a whole group of them who were super Christian said, we're out of here. So Skandenberg, who is their leader, goes to the Pope and says, listen, I'm up a creek. i got to get out of Albania. He sends them to the Kingdom of Two Sicily. Kingdom of Two Sicily says, listen, we feel really bad. They were migrants. He takes all the migrants yeah. and says, listen, I'll take you. I feel I don't know where I'm going to stick you, but i got really poor parts of Calabria and poor parts of Basilica. If you could make that land work, it's yours. So they scatter all through Basilica. There's 140 Italo-Albanian communities in Italy. Hmm. They go into Basilicata, they go into Calabria, hmm. and they go into Sicily. Okay. Okay. A little bit in Campania, a little bit in Abruzzo. And he didn't know this. So I said, okay. okay, you say you're Albanian, that's correct. So the only place that Albanian crosses with Kruski is in one town in Abruzzo, in, in Basilicata. So the only place, because what happened was the Italo Albanian, really they started to eat. So some stuff they make their own, some stuff was their own. They still speak Albanian. They like couscous. There's other things that are Albanian. Sure. And like Italian Americans, they adopted some stuff right. that was Calabrian. The thing they adopted from Basilicata was this pepper. Uh -huh. So the only place That's where these two points met <laughs> was, was this one town. What a great story. And we found the names. <laughs> so he went on the we airline. We found you. That's You're from amazing. Gremigliano in Catanzaro. Who, me? 
Oh my God, they are the nicest people. Oh, no, Catanzaro as a as a province. Uh-huh. Catanzaro is on the inseam of I the gotta, foot. I want to hear mine after. And that. I own <laughs> the ionic. So we're not good salesmen either. We we should be selling the service to I people know. in the audience. No, because this is a very spiritual. Well, Kate deep. called her this mother while deep. we were talking and found <laughs> the town. Right, the town oh is called God. what? You're from Gimigliano. G I M Gimigliano. G I M I G. L I A N O. Yes, I don't know how it's spelled. I just know and how ca- she said because it. Because you're in Catanzaro. You're in the. That's that's the. They are the nicest people. Oh, my grandparents were very no, nice. Because see, there's different. Co- see, I don't want to insult anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> careful these now. are the, these are the good Calabrians to you. It's good Calabrians. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we're gonna have. I'm to from the good side. But how Catanzaro. we got to find out about the cookies yeah. is that. My yeah, opinion. you're right. The cookies. We're going back to the cookies. <laughs> cookies are important because that's what she gives out to all I these know. little children. That's her vehicle. And we have for to know the story love. of the cookie. There might be the an even better cookie story. I think right. we should well, go we're research the cookie story and come back to the cookie story. We got to bring it to these girls. We're you know yeah. the so collaborative impressed. effort because it's not a just about like Kate. Nate, you know what I mean? It's it's no. collective, bigger. Yeah. bigger thing of memory because yeah. no one is going to remember it all. And I think. I really feel that that's what we're being called. Called mm-hmm. to remember. This is not about any new information yeah. that we're going to get to like have some big revelation. It's just remembering. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly. Exactly. that's the Our whole roots, reason. like the stories that we forgot, you know, that, that we could say, hey, modern world, we love you and you did this great stuff, but like we kind of really just want to get back around the fire, tell some yeah. really awesome magical stories and remember what it means to be a damn In human community. again. That, that, <laughs> oh my that. God. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh-huh. a big Befana thing in Jumiana. Is Stop there? it. So there Let's you go. go. Can we go? That's Can we her. fly? We're going to go. That's your, I want to go so bad. Oh He's my researching God. right now. This I <laughs> want to research. I do want to go. My, no, 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 my no. Stop, 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 stop. I don't care. I scare you. That's not my problem. Do it. Go. Let's go. No, you don't get it. Don't you get it? Oh, my God. This makes all the sense in the world. Please tell us. Certain towns have certain devotions. Yeah. Certain big things. Yeah. Okay. Let's take. Let's go back to Epiphany. Yeah. My grandmother's family is from Piano di Sorrento. We do a little procession. We have a little bonfire. Sure, right. We make soap. That's it. That's our. <laughs> That's thing. it. But soap. Vique Quenza, which is two towns we over, gotta go back. in 1898, a priest says, "You know what? It's kind of a dead time of year. We have this little procession. What's really? Because we're Italian, we always got to gild the lily. <laughs> he has the whole town dress up." Like Bethlehem. Okay. And they have this huge parade. And of course, there's food because that's what Jesus walked around with in Bethlehem was like, you know, busty. <laughs> down, down. So they have a huge procession all built around the Epiphany, right? Okay. But we don't have that tradition in piano. Right. So why am I saying this is because your Where grandmother had a huge, oh my God, you don't get this? this no, I'm seeing it now. Your grandmother <laughs> came from a town where Bethlehem was a big deal. So for instance, like, um, it's crazy. Certain towns, because <laughs> when you have, oh, Brujan is a town outside Naples. People at Brujan, I love this story. Nola has a huge, they have nine Giglios, okay? But the entrance of their saint, San Paulino di Nola, who was his brother, I think it was his brother, Felix of Nola, invented the church bell. We call it Campana in Italian mm-hmm. because that Campania yeah. was where it was the region Campania was invented. Yeah. So what happened is Nola has this huge devotion to um, San Paulino. San Paulino, and they had this big parade of nine, nine uh, geos. Towers. So, yeah. nine towers. so this guy in Brujan, which is two towns over, his son is dying. And he says, St. Anthony, who's a person in Brujan, cure my son, and we're going to outdo Nola. Oh. That's an Italian. So Brujan, <laughs> the people of Brujan. Now I get why the project has this. I do, right. too. Brujan it makes so much sense. tower. Bigger than no, he's like, see, Sandandaria, we couldn't outdo no, I love you that much. I but the so people much. go to East Harlem 
And for them, the best day of the year is walking around with the yeah. the Chilio on in August, which is that's their holiday. Sansa has Moran right? So the people of Sansa, John's crowd, August 5th, they're like an army. That's their Christmas. They all go back yeah. to Williamsburg. So we call it the holiday. these people brought back their holiday. This Vola, Delangelo, so your grandmother so remembers this thing. And that's yeah. why the, all the other people from the Pazcalabi, ah, Epiphany, no big deal. But in Grimiliano, this is a big deal because we're flying. She's flying. That's she's amazing. flying. Do you know about the flying? I feel so bad. I, <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I no, can't we gotta, help it. But, no, but that's like staying true to the roots and wanting to research the roots. But also, I want to know what this is in my imagination Absolutely. now. Well, in respect to what it is in Italy, yeah. in respect to what the needs of the moment are now, you know, it, as it's you, a creative evolution, you know? No, just the blood memory is so interesting because I can't explain why I'm so. I'm like no, as no, American no. as they come. This is spiritual, really. but you got to understand but I can't something. Imagine of why I'm so I got a theory. I have a, oh, we, we, oh my wait, wait, God, wait. this is huge. We, we have a lot of conversations on the show about blood memory. Yeah. Our other co hosts have done some shows with, you know, scientists, doctors, psychologists, you know, people who will come from Italian American backgrounds whose families didn't speak Italian but right. pick it up like this. And right. it's a, yeah. I mean, Blood memory to me is a big part of what we're doing here, yeah, accessing, sure. opening. But you bring a natural conclusion, uh, which we might not find many other opportunities <laughs> for, uh, to the idea that what you're doing is in you. Yeah. And, you know, it's with our us. show, it's in you. It's yeah. and, and you. And you met each other. And Laba Fana, the Holy Spirit, the universe put you in the right place. And put you here today to have this conversation because exactly. he's going to find out where these cookies come from. You're going to no, hold on. No, wait hold on. You, you, you got to understand. It's even deeper. You're just like, okay, Pat went off on the. No, no, back. no, it's not. Now we're going to we're going to plow right over and go back to our station break. Hold on. <laughs> this is deeper. This no, this is serious deeper because you got to understand something. All right, right now, this is my theory. I don't know what it is. There's something up there that connects these things. Absolutely. Because all these Lego pieces fit together, and I'm like, I don't know why this happens, but it does happen. It happens. So I'm trying to say is you're from. Very white bread, American uh, yeah, Connecticut, right? Exactly. And all of a sudden, somehow you wind up with a, yeah. a puppet, and you didn't even know where you were from in Italy. And exactly. Bifana, and now we find out that you have a whole town. Exactly. Bifana, Bifana this stand, is the essence right? of it's the whole Bifana thing, right here. That has a flying Bafana, right? So, so I just there's no coincidences. No, like, this mm. just doesn't happen. No, exactly. She has to go to Grimigliano and meet her. her Absolutely. Ah, Can we do a group trip? Go. We have started a video series. It would be a great episode. Oh my that God. would be, be great. great. Cool. And we need that's what that's what but that's where we need to go. I've we need to get sponsored to. to go to try to do the things to do the things. Let's do it. We're good at that stuff. You're good at that stuff. Yeah, let's partner on that. I would partner on that tomorrow. All right, great. Mini documentary. Take her back to the town and oh my god. I mean, we've got a year, right? Because. That's yep. the great conclusion because we're going to have this conversation over and over again, all of us, because I feel You've like killed we've me. met. You think I've yeah, we met for you? a reason. <laughs> you think I put your brain on overload? <laughs> oh wow! You, 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 you just—I should have been warned. It was too much. You just <laughs> inherited <laughs> a free and enthusiastic <laughs> research too assistant. Much. Amazing. Now, now I'm getting like the vault, the Grimiano thing, and but we are whole. This. I can't do this anymore. You, you like it's max amazing. me out. Now the family's calling us home. You know what I mean? Exactly. Our whole mission here. I'm worried about the cookies. You are in the cookie mode right now, which is good. good. Are the cookies good? They're, uh, they're delicious. I actually am and so in... sick of them. <laughs> I eat them of so, so many. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I thought about what that, but I thought about, about this this morning. Had they <laughs> yes, said the cookie. We, we, I, I called I them yesterday. I yeah. You have to buy the book. Yeah, If people. you listen, 
And you the cookies are going to become hopefully available maybe this season as well. I got to taste the We ain't selling the cookies no. till I taste the No, cookies. we're doing a taste <laughs> test the with the yeah. We're going to come back. We're gonna, and we'll fight That's about right. whether if it's the harder cookies or the softer cookies in the perfect Rosella has been banned from... I'm, I'm putting my veto. I never call out a veto every now and then. Rosella has been put in the naughty chair on cookies. for cookies because she has a thing against hard cookies. It's like she's afisada with these hard cookies. <laughs> no more. These right? are not very hard. I got if they. I like hard cookies. You dunk them. She's she's an anti-hard cookie racist. She walks into, she sees hard cookie and you're a loser cookie, and she walks away. And now she called a loser cookie. She even have like the the, the, the waspy gentility to say that behind the back with the cookie in her hand. She like, says you're it a to loser. the cookie. Yeah, with Danielle Terry up in the Bronx. She's like, Poor these cookie. Are, these cookies are too oh hard. Nobody gosh. wants them. They're going to die because no one wants to eat them. Boom. Let's talk about Scott Delat for the number 15 million Rose times. going to kill you. going to kill me. Where is she here today? She, but, I, but hold on. I'm, we're having a moment. Wait, they got to buy the book. Stop. we got to get the book. Listen, if you, you, you sign on to this podcast, you're part of the movement, and you say you believe in all this, they, people got to pay the bills. And, yes. and people invest in books, and they put a lot of money yes. onto books. And you go in Barnes Noble, you look like, oh, isn't that nice? And you put it back on the shelf. Well, so if you believe in the movement, you got to put your money where your mouth is. And it's a beautiful book. It's a wonderful book. And if you have a lot of little kids in your cover. life, buy each kid a little, yes. kid, a little book. Yeah. So if you have like five kids, buy five books. If you have 13 grandchildren, buy 13 books. <laughs> Absolutely. If you have nieces and nephews, the neighbor's kids, buy a lot of books. You want to do something, this is how you make it done. Because if Italian-Americans don't have support in publishing, they're not going to publish. Go out and buy the book. Even if you buy one book, give it to a neighbor's kid. Yeah, pass the love on. Pass yeah. the love on. If you buy it through our website, we will sign it for you. That's so, even better. Author and illustrator, and even Dina. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> and you should yeah. email them that they should have came with the cookies. I know. <laughs> I know. The you know, we're the getting there. We're getting You know, this is Long a work in progress. We're a beautiful mess of work in progress. <laughs> it's, it's an excuse for a return engagement. It yeah. exactly is. Yes, buy the book because uh, we founded this show, uh, our co-founders, to pass the traditions on. But one of the things we stress is it's not just passing on traditions. Yeah. That's dead it's yeah evolving them forward mm. to a new forward. generation to a new way That's you right. guys are doing a great service for oh. a beautiful tradition you're Thank doing you. it with obviously a lot of depth with a lot of dedication with a lot of heart and um to me the most important thing whenever people listen to our show they say all the time it might be crazy but there's clear affection and you're doing it with a lot of love. And uh, that's the best you. thing thank you, you can do. Thank you for seeing that. So. www.labafanaandfriends.com. And Join Instagram. The you can follow Sarah Yes, well. follow yeah. them on Instagram. And message us if you're in New York City and want to yeah. meet Labafana. We want to hear from real. you. She wants to hear your story and your legend as well. She's happy to meet up with uh I love it. With Her fans. I love Take it. In, yeah, share the Hearing legends. people is a, lo- is a loving yeah. capacity we've lost in a lot of ways. So exactly. listening is love. Yes, true. And uh, we're going to listen a lot more. We're going to be together, I think, a lot more. And I think we're going to join you in the subway at some point soon. I can't yeah. wait. I think that a sub- great. subway. Are you uh, going to bang the tambourine? No, Nicole's got to bang get the tambourine. We get the tambourine. We get a more. We get some cookies. We just, like, live. you never seen yeah. me do karaoke. I, I, no, nobody <laughs> loves to go out and sing I did like karaoke that. with you in Perfect. Rome. Are you going to close out with the song I want to close out? We're going to play La Mafana by the Gaylords <laughs> as we go by out. The Gaylords. Pat is very excited about this, and uh, yeah, it's a nice song. It's Me a too. perfect theme for us. So, happy Epiphany, everybody, and happy lots epiphany. of happy love epiphany. from La Befana and friends and the Italian American podcast. La Bifana, how her life has changed the year. She flies high upon a broom once every year. Giving gifts to girls and boys, lots of food and lots of toys. La Bifana now, she spreads a lot of cheer. The Bifana sounds like from no jewelry.